Hi guys, welcome to the Hedgecast. My name is Lexi Heidi. See, now I get to a point where I'm not sure if I should always start with like my name or you guys have gotten used to it. But those like, who so follow me on Insta, they already know my name. And maybe if you're listening to this, you're more of like, ugh, you already know. Now I know I have taken my time away from the mic. Uh-huh. Okay, I need to stop making it. Yeah, I have taken my time away from the mic. And I remember posting a story about it on my Instagram and even highlighted it. That I didn't know what my life was going to be like, you know? Uh, right. So the title of the title, damn, sometimes I twang too much. But the title of, see now I'm just using a different accent. Today's title, we're going to be talking about life of a 20-something. It's a bit audacious for me, I think, because it's like me trying to open up a bit about my insights and what I've actually come to realize. It's not just rainbows out here, trust me. There's people going through us. Not that your problems are not valid, they're very valid, but it's to understand that sometimes it's just better to be content with what you have you're not content with the situation of course you want to work hard for more or you want to be in a different place but it's always good to appreciate what you have because not everybody has it and what you're not being appreciative about about damn what you're not being appreciative about is something that person is praying to get so they can be that appreciative so it's always good to be appreciative now where was I like I was saying I know I've taken my time away but it was generally just to understand myself and try to schedule everything but let's just be honest I'm 20 now and I don't think I'll ever be in a place to schedule I maybe okay I will be at some point in my life but not right now Meaning, if I start telling you guys, I'm going to schedule, I'm going to do this, that's just lying to myself. I I procrastinate a lot. And for me to, um, for me to actually find, I I was going to tell you guys the time, but that, that would just be so creepy right now. But... I just sat down and realized if I keep postponing things in my life, I'm never going to get to enjoy life itself because I have postponed so many things. I've postponed relationships. I've postponed friendships that I'm trying to, you know, I've postponed bonds. And that right now is not looking good for me. I'm not running out of time. I have all the time in the world. But I'm not saying that, um, no, I'm just saying that being on this journey to try and, and understand myself so I can be a better person to maybe the person I'm going to be with or to the friend that I get to make in future or tomorrow, the next day after tomorrow, or, you know, the people just generally around me. It has opened my mind so much on so many things that I wouldn't have known if I hadn't gotten my heart broken. 
if I hadn't gotten uh, whatever that put me on this journey, I'm just grateful. I'm grateful that it put me on this journey because I've learned so much. And this title, Life of a 20-something, it ought to be so emotional. It, Yeah, it really should because, wow, people, I, I'm not going to say people, I'm just going to speak for gonna speak for myself and say it's not just rainbows yeah rainbows doesn't have an l lixie stop stop it doesn't have an l does not so the first thing that i've learned is it's okay to not have it all figured out because i can sit here and tell you when i was when I was in high school, it wasn't even far back. It's probably like last year or something. When I was there, I had this whole life planned out. I didn't even have it planned out. It was planned out for me. And all I had to do was envision it in my head and just work towards it. And to have people around you that also have that kind of drive just makes you even more eager to see what life has to offer you. And sometimes I'm not saying about it can be disappointing if you're ignoring all the what ifs, you know. I know that it's always better to go in with the mindset of I'm going to get it done. I'm going to get it done. This is going to happen for me. This is going to happen. I mean, yeah, those are words of, of affirmation and they're good. But I feel like there is always you should always put that in your mind that if this goes wrong I have an option because if you don't have a what if then you don't have an ultimatum is it an ultimatum or something I don't know the right word but then again this is my thinking please don't take advice from me I'm not qualified you just do that at your own risk the best you can do is listen and try to understand where I'm coming from And when I say, okay, now let's get back to that, not having it all figured out, what I was saying is, when I was sitting down at class and people were just talking about the different unis they want to go to, and somebody asked, somebody did ask me, what uni do you want to go to? And I didn't even have an answer for that. I did not. I did not because I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know. I just, you know, when you have parents that just, they're supportive in their own unique way in that you're going to finish uh, school, you're going to do this, then you're going to go to school, and then you're going to do it here. And then, see, they're the ones funding your education, so it gets to a point. But that is very wrong. To not be in charge of your own future is just very wrong because it can just lead you to... It can lead you to just give up on yourself when it, things don't work, you know, because you're not in charge of it. So it's more like, uh, it didn't work. Uh, that was their dream anyway. But that is that is not right. So, yeah, this person asked me what uni do you want to go to. I don't, I don't even know. And the best I could say is my parents, they want me to do this. My parents, they want, and it was more like, what do you want? What do you want? And I never paid attention to that because I just shrugged it off. And I was like, my mom knows best. 
my parents know best. I'm who am I to question that? They want this for me, that's where I'm gonna go. So I had this whole picture that was in my head that I would go to uni and I would make cool friends and I would have and I would like be in my dorm or something and all that and all that. But but and when that didn't happen, it kind of put me in a depressive phase. I wouldn't call it a phase because it's not a phase. It's yeah, it's not a phase, but it kind of put me there in a place where I felt so useless. I felt so useless and I felt so out of place and I felt like life was being unfair, like God wasn't being there for me the way he should be. And I felt like, you know, I was just unlucky and I hated being myself. What I hadn't realized is people's timings, they're different. They're different, trust me. And when you look at it properly, and you look at this person that you're like, I want to be like this person. How comes this person gets to go to the best uni? They get all this. They got all this. And I was, and you maybe you look at yourself and you're like, I'm more qualified and I didn't get it, but they got it so easy. Situations are different. Situations, they're very different. I mean, you're living in Kenya. Connections, they work better than words. So imagine if you're comparing yourself to a person who already knew they had this part at this university, or you're comparing you're, you're comparing yourself to a person that was like, yeah, see, I don't want to do uni. Uh, we, we got money. So yeah. Or you're comparing yourself to a person that's like, oh, me? No, I'm not in a hurry to, you know, get to where I want to be in life. I'm just going to be at this place I'm gonna leave in the moment and all that so once you do that you just you just get stuck you get stuck in this place that's um I'm never gonna be anything my life is never gonna be about anything oh my god my time is running out time is I need to be here or my life is not gonna be anything so that's one of the things I learned to you know see now I kind of forgot what my main point was but you got what I mean people's timings are different so all you can do is be generous with the love that you give yourself don't be stingy and try to understand yourself more and understand the timing is different and situations are always different and as much as you feel like you're not getting anywhere in life maybe your time isn't there yet Meaning maybe that person took a lot of progress to get where they are, even though it might look like you're on the same level and they've moved better than you by far. It's just, they're not the same. If I sat down five people and asked them about their backgrounds, trust me, it wouldn't be all the same because you'd have someone saying this, someone saying that, because they're not the same. And that's the same thing with life. What is the other thing that I've learned? To not take, to not take, life over 20-something is, I thought it'd be fun. I thought it'd be more partying, partying. Sometimes I do have a problem with my teas, huh? I thought I'd be out partying and giving life a chance. I'm not much of a drinker. I don't think I am. But people call me an alcoholic for some reason. I think it's because I have a high pain tolerance and I also don't 
react much to stuff. So when I down a shot and my face is still the same, don't call me an alcoholic. It's just, I can bear the bitterness. Trust me, I've had that in my life for a while. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it'd be more partying and being out with friends and not having to struggle with the same thing of being an introvert and hanging around, like hang, hanging around by myself and alone because that was a problem for a very long time. <laughs> Did I just shrub? Oh my god, I I should try and get that off this audio. But but yeah, for a very long time. To a point where my mom was forcing me to, you know, to hang out with people, forcing me to get out there and realize that there is much more than the color black. There is so much more than, you know looking for friends online, friends that don't even know you, have never met you, and might be catfishing you the way you see, things like that. But when I got to 20, I thought, oh, I'd be lit and turned up. But no, I am 20. I live alone for temple. (laughs) Oh my God, I have words that are so hard to pronounce. I mean, I'm Kenyan, go easy on me. Uh, Temple Bra, really, yeah, I think I said it right, I have a bit of jeans, if you can guess from where, but yeah, I am living alone, and I've lost so many friends because of that, I've lost so many friends because, and I think, I don't, I'm not mad, I'm not mad because I was, I was listening to a podcast, right, and this person, they spoke so much about, you know, losing friends. And it's okay to shed off some skin if you're trying to, even a snake does shed off some old skin so it can move better if the skin is like old. And <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. You should use Google. But my main point is, I wasn't mad because when I, before I was mad, I was mad because. I was this person that was always down for everyone. Like, I can actually put aside everything that I want to do. I don't care if it's important or or not. You come first. You come first. I don't even... You come before me. And that's very wrong because we're not even dating. You're just my friend. And I'm willing to put you first. And when it comes to you, you just give me all the reasons to actually feel like crap because you know it's not mutual like the the sense of need to be there for a person it's not the same and I was saying I'm okay with it because when you're around people that you don't want to be like or people who are not where you want to get it kind of becomes uncomfortable because you're not free to share what you want to do with your life. I cannot sit down with, um, let me give an example. Let me see. Let me see. I cannot sit uh, with people who are, I have nothing against people who smoke weed. That's on you. That's on you. But if I was sitting uh, with a group of people that drink every day after maybe class, they drink every day or anytime they get time and me personally uh I find it 
I find it awkward to drink if I'm not where I want to be in life. Like I'm not in a place where I can sit down and say, I want to drink, you know, because I know if I'm not there, it's going to be uncomfortable for me to be like, you know, this is what I want to do. I want to be a lawyer. I want to be uh, an actress or something. I want to put my life so, not so, I want to put my life, um, like on the top shelf, I know I'm sure, but on the very top shelf where no one can reach and step on it. You can't tell them that because they're just thinking about what what other drink they should try when the uh, the weed is going to get here so they can smoke their, ass off, their asses off. And it's just, you see, I hope you're getting my point <laughs> because, yeah, I hope you're getting my point. My ex sometimes says I don't make sense, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> I can't be sure. But yeah, that's what I've actually learned with that. And I'm just going to keep going because by the time I'm done, I've already <laughs> I've already forgotten what, what the point, like the second thing was. But I think it was somewhere along the lines of, okay, I don't know. <laughs> Let's move on to the next thing. Life over 20-something is going to get lonely. You need to be comfortable with your own company. I, I've always been comfortable with, like, um, being in my own company so much that most people that know me are always trying to help me get out of it because it's too com- – like, I can actually call you and be like – you know those plans we made? I don't think I can come. You, you see, something came up, and I don't think I can come. But in real sense, what came up is this new episode or this new season or just this new book that I've been reading, and I cannot. But I think I think I started doing that when I, I did get a chance to go out with a, sorry, with a few friends and... It didn't work out great for me. You ever been somewhere and you get there and you and it's more of like, ah, is it time yet? I want to go home. This this is uncomfortable for me. And I felt disappointed because when you go somewhere with a person, I personally believe when you invite a person to a place that they've never been to with people that they don't even know or have never met, it's your responsibility to make sure that this person feels comfortable because you're the one that it invited them and you're the only person they know there the best you can do is introduce them to other people so they don't feel that uncomfortable and they can feel like they belong by you know engaging in conversations but if I'm shy and you take me to a whole ass party and then you leave me there to mingle all by myself I'm gonna hate you forever I am gonna hate you forever because as much as I'm shy I would like you to acknowledge that I'm shy and I need a bit of a boost to you know be comfortable and if you don't provide that kind of energy for me it's going to be hard but enjoying my own company see now it's different I was enjoying my own company before in my room but I think it's different when now you're living alone and you have to understand that people have their own lives it's going to take like um I don't know. It might take a while before a person gets back to you on the plans you made today. 
and they might even get back to you i don't know or you can make plans and this person last minute is like oh i don't think i can come and maybe you had everything all set out and they just do that you need to be comfortable with that i think that goes hand in hand with not taking anything personally but i always say disrespect is something different it doesn't apply there if you disrespect me it's not like i'm gonna disrespect you no I'm not going to tolerate that because I've given you so much respect even before I know you and you not giving it back is just showing me that you didn't even deserve that. So yeah, as I was saying, kind of goes hand in hand with not taking anything personally. I have learned that the hard way. I recently I recently got a job. I yeah, I recently got a job and I think it's a whole lot different. <laughs> it's like going to a restaurant, but instead of ordering food, you're the one being sent to get the food. It's not bad. It's just, it's not bad. It's not bad. I think what I'm trying to say is when you're not used to it, you can feel like like the way you're, like the way you're about to do something. And then your mom is like, did you do this? See, now that becomes a bit... Ugh. I was about to do it now you ruined the whole flow of my actions what I was about to do and I think it's something like that it's something like that so when I got the job I I had to actually step up my game and realize that um yeah this is not uh I'm gonna do it when I feel like you have to do it now and this is not uh you cannot tell me what to do yeah they can tell you what to do that's your manager that is your manager they can tell you what to do and you must do it no questions asked so that was a bit of a transition for me especially knowing that i'm going to be working with older people not older like old old like studies and other things and when you take things personally like oh you look like a kid are you 15 where are your boobs what happened see if i had take if i hadn't been on this journey i would have taken that so personally okay i'm I'm lying i didn't take that personally the first day because i was like uh i am 20 i have a an id i drink responsibly and you're here calling me a 15 year old do i need to flash you so you can see that i'm actually of age yeah, and I remember talking to my friend about it, and, and they laughed. They laughed. They were like, uh, I think you thought about it, wait, like you overthought the whole thing. They were just being playful. But to me, being in an envir- like growing up in an environment where disrespect is just hitting in this playful comments and the toxicity in this playful, playful comments, it just it's kind of hard for me to uh differentiate be, be yeah differentiate between disrespect and just being playful and yeah i don't i'm not sorry for that it's just i take that very seriously because i feel like as a short person with a baby face in this world you have to earn your place it's just not there. If you say it's there, it, it, you just mean, ugh, any person can place their hand on top of my head. Any person can just pick me up when they feel like I talk too much. Any person can just come and make a short person joke because they know, because they can see I'm short and it's funny to them. No, it's not funny to me. It is not funny to me. See, now I'm already taking it personally. But that's what I mean. 
take that thing personally and trust me, your life is going to be a lot easier. And I say this because there was this incident. Um, yeah, there was this incident that happened. I was actually on my way to town. I had a few errands to run there. And so I'm on my way there, right? And yeah, my country's just like that. Kenya is just a different country, you know? So I'm walking and um, it is taking me long to be comfortable with my body. So for me to just wear a sleeve, a thin sleeve top that shows a bit of my tattoos and as I wouldn't call it a cleavage. Have you seen my boobs? They're tiny. <laughs> but yeah. So for me to yeah, I, I'm walking. I'm walking and this these two guys, they're like, um, yeah, that's definitely okay, I wouldn't if I said the exact words they used, that would have been very offensive. So I'm gonna say, I think that's a whore. That is like the politest way I can say it from what they said. And to me, at that point in my at this point in my life where I understand myself better, I was like, ugh, really? You're 40 something still thinking like that? Get you some brains. But I didn't say that to them. It was more like in my head, like, see, it didn't phase me. It didn't phase me in a way that I've been like, but I'm not a whore or I've never seen, it didn't put me in a place like, it didn't even take my mind to that direction. It was more of like, get with the times, man. Get with the times. Not everyone, I feel like, so. I need to stop saying I feel like, because it's not more of a feeling, it's just me stating. Uh, there has been uh, this thing with females where they don't pay for tattoos. They just do sexual favors to get them done. And yeah, so if you're too shallow if you think all females are like that. You're too shallow. So I think to them when they saw how confident I was with the tattoos, it just kind of put them in a, I don't know if it was insecurity or something or I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But... I did get the sense of why they would say that, but I didn't care. I didn't care because I know myself. I know I didn't have to get on my knees for something. I know I had to carefully save and get that money to pay for this, to pay for this and other things. So take nothing personally. Some people are just illiterate, literally. They're just like that. And I was at, yeah. I think a coworker of mine, I think it was today or yesterday, she told me that um, because I was complaining about another one, I was complaining about, I think, the manager because, yeah, they can be a bit ruthless. <laughs> and I'm, a, I'm not saying I'm a child, but I'm fragile. Come on. Come on. And so she tells me, no matter how much you've studied and you argue with a person that is illiterate but she wasn't trying to be uh, uh like she wasn't trying to throw shade it was it, because it is true this person studied and then dropped out so she was like um if you have studied and you know the facts and you argue with a person that's illiterate you'll never get on the same level of argument because they don't know it like you do and you don't know they don't know it like you do, and your argument is not is never going to be the same. You're arg- you're arguing from a place of fact and understanding, and you know 
you've learned that you've you know it's basic but to them they don't know that so their argument is going to be more of what they've always known what they're comfortable with knowing because they didn't even need to know more so it's never going to be the same and yeah i think that's yeah i think i did explain it right something else life of a 20 something is very single i think for me it's very single so now i'm going to talk for me I'm not going to talk for everybody else, but if you can relate, welcome to the club. Welcome to... And it's not single because nobody wants to be with you. I think it's single because you're either in that point in in your life where it's more of like, I want to study and I want to get a better future for myself. And getting into relationships is just putting my mental health at a place that I can't afford to compromise or it's just oh my god I hate love it's so tiresome and so you know or you just don't do well with love or love doesn't go your way (laughs) either of that and one thing I've learned through being my age right now is it is okay it is okay you don't need to be with a person for you to be validated in society because me personally i felt like that was the only way i could be seen if i said oh i have somebody because most people are normally like you're so pretty i will never believe you if you said you were single come on bro come on you're looking at me and i'm so single so yeah i think my minutes are up with this recording for now so i'm I feel like I'm going to do a part two. I'm going to do a part two. But yeah, that's kind of basically me trying to rant out properly. But I will do a part two. Trust me. Uh, 